7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Good evening and uh, thank you everybody for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabiso Musia, Katlaku Mudiba and Timothy produced the show and uh, Sylvester uh, Gomane is in a technical. We'll also have a chat with the Sports and with the sports, Arts and Culture Ministry. Um, it was over a week ago that the department announced a 150 million rand relief fund to help those athletes, coaches and uh, those in the arts and culture sector affected by the coronavirus. Uh, we had their events cancelled. You had to give proof of participation and cancellation and submit a few documents to qualify uh, to get money from this relief fund. So we'll find out how the process went and uh, if there was enough information about this. Did you know about this? If you're an athlete, if you are a coach, if you're in the arts and culture sector, did you know about the relief fund? I'll be interested to also hear from you. Uh, the lines are always open on the show on 891 or you can send voice notes on WhatsApp on 061-4104-107. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. So we did announce last week, I think the information came out last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that about the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture's um, relief fund that they were putting aside basically to help those affected by COVID-19. So we hope many of you did manage to apply there and uh, make use of this opportunity. But let's find out more from the DG in the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. Uh, DG Vusumuz Mkiza joins us on the line. DG, good evening. Thank you for speaking to us tonight on SAFM. Yes, good evening, Tabiso, and uh, good evening to your listeners. Thank Thanks you for the opportunity. Yeah. Thank you. It's our pleasure, DG. Tonight was the today was the deadline for submissions to the relief fund. Is that still the case? Is it officially closed now? No, not yet. Uh, we said we'll take until midnight. Once we we mm. know that people, you know, sometimes when it is license time, people will only wait until it's the last thing. Well, so we thought that it's important that we don't say by four o'clock, but we're saying as long as it's uh, midnight tonight, we will still take those applications, but nothing after that. Oh, so you just want to give people more time to make sure that they've got their applications in? Yes, it's important because uh, there were uh, from the sector and uh, both sports and us who were raising some challenges they had, whether it was getting their documents, supporting documents in place like SARS. Uh, certificates and all those things so we said and then in the morning yesterday night we had a challenge yes, over yes. the system it uh, it got full and because we had it at a two gig but then we had to open it this morning so that it accommodates more applications so there might have been people who might say we could have submitted and there was a delay now we're closing early but we can only extend in terms of late i am time uh, to close out and thereafter we can't proceed uh, to extend anything beyond tonight Okay, um, I think that's only fair because I did see um, over the weekend people were saying they've got troubles with the mailbox so if you've been able to accommodate them then I think that's only fair and um, what do you make of the response so far DG, are you happy? Did people take this opportunity? Yeah, I believe they they really did both in terms of just interest from individuals but also from sector organizations and just for them firstly just to inquire about how to go about and two the advice they were giving us in terms of how best we can also do this um, relief uh, disbursement Uh, thirdly on the number of uh, submissions we have received which as I speak now we are running at 3,959 
And I, I think it is a great, and this excludes those that have been submitted to federations already. These are just the ones we received through the email address of the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. But then we had advice that uh, to make things easy from the sporting fraternity, they use Form P and they forward to federations. And I think then Cook, once they've done their reconciliation, they will submit to us uh, whatever that they've received, which means this number uh, would likely to be quite high. And why did the department decide to go this route? Why was it important to make this relief fund available during these times? I think there are two things, Tabiso. Uh, uh, Firstly, is that uh, the sector was hardest hit in terms of those who earn income and earn living through this. Uh, because if you cut down on the number of live events, um, definitely then it means you are not going to perform. From the sporting fraternity, if you were to have a uh, boxing match, it can happen. And uh, thirdly, is that um, if you look at um, the suffering, these, some of the people here are not people who are having alternative uh, salaries or alternative uh, means of income. So it's important that we look at the whole spectrum and say how best we can assist, particularly if your events were cancelled due to COVID-19, uh, mm-hmm. not because of any other reason. It is mainly based on that uh, response as part of government, Tabitha must say, because remember, government has got a bigger approach to the relief uh, that uh, Minister of Finance, Minister of Trade, Minister of Department of Labor and uh, Employment, they have. Um, so it's a really a, just a comprehensive effort by government to just uh, lighten the burden that uh, our athletes and our creatives are facing. It's not a compensation for a salary you would have earned. Mm. That's why it's a relief. Mm. Uh, just to say, how can we help you? Particularly for events were cancelled between uh, March and June, uh, it means then you have no other means of income. How else can we lend a hand to assist? And looking at the criteria then, as far as sport is concerned, is it safe to say that in sport, it's athletes and coaches, like you said, that at events cancelled, that are eligible for funding? Does it only apply to athletes and coaches? Uh, it, it does. If you look at the criteria, uh, it includes technical people. Because remember, sometimes it's, uh, there are people who support that uh, particular athlete mm-hmm. uh, and not just the coach. Oh, so if you, okay. look at the, yeah, if you look at the criteria... And we, we tried to expand it a bit, but we have to look at what is available. And that's why we emphasized, particularly on the issue of the national um, impact. Because if we were to try and support everybody in other than 50 million, it won't be possible. Mm. So Minister then looked at other alternatives because there are those who have been arguing that. But I, I'm also having an event at a provincial level or a regional level, or this is the only way. We had to work with various institutions uh, to assist. Firstly, the provinces, Minister engaged with them to say, if there are any savings, what are your relief measures so that you can support those at a local, at a provincial level? And then he said, with the arts fraternity, we engaged with uh, particularly the collecting society on what they can do in terms of payment of royalties 
Uh, but there has been argument that uh, because in us we don't really have a serious database that says so and so is a full time uh, creative. It does only this that we work with the with the sector organization uh, to see how best those can be supported. But at this stage, the criteria is clear. And we look more on the issue of those who are at national and court events cancelled, and then we are unable to assist them uh, except through this relief measure. Okay, well, but you are looking yes. at other inputs people are suggesting to see what else can be done, but we only have limited resources. Okay. We have a call from the Eastern Cape. I believe it's the CEO of Rumble Africa Promotions, Nomfesan Nyatela, on the line. CEO, good evening. Hello, CEO. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Tabiso. Okay, go ahead. We we'll always talk boxing with you. Um, what's your interest here? <laughs> okay, firstly, Tabiso, I would like to say to the DG, maybe we must appreciate that they have a fund, a relief fund. Maybe it's not going to stop because we didn't even know that they can have resources because we've been knocking, we've been knocking, and they have not been funding. Uh, when it comes to boxing, they have been, I, I mean, we've been submitting proposals and everything, and sometimes they don't even respond. But again, when I tell you, I have a problem with their criteria. For instance, if they are saying when it comes to boxing tournaments, they will only fund or they will only give relief to the tournaments which were sanctioned. Remember, there were many tournaments that I know of that uh, the promoters had already set dates. And remember, Tabiso, when it comes to training and so on, boxers don't start to train four weeks uh, towards the tournament. For instance, boxers start training eight weeks and so on. And there are those boxers who already started uh, training, preparing for the tournament. There were dates, I know, in the Eastern Cape. Now, what about those boxers? What about those ones? Oh, you want to know if they are covered in this relief fund? Yes, because because it can be that. Uh, remember, so when you are applying for a tournament, you, if, for instance, like for instance, the Rambler Africa promotion, we are going to have a tournament on the 26th of April. Mm. And then uh, we are supposed to submit our application on the 26th of March. 30 days that before. That means 30 days, yes. But that does not mean the boxers have been started the camp, the training, and so on. And you and we all know that there are resources that are Okay, okay. I think I've, I think I've got it to see all of Rumble Africa promotions. DG, I think she wants to ask. She says that she had a tournament. They've got a tournament, but it's not been sanctioned yet. But they'd already put out the date and they've already engaged with their boxers. Do they then qualify for this criteria? What we, we said in the criteria is that um, if they submit and there was proof, there are supporting documents. We mm. said they must put in Mm. and submit a, a good, good evening, Ms. Nyatella. Uh, thanks for the call. Mm. I'm saying then, what do we said? They must submit those uh, if they were going to happen between March and June. Ne? Mm. And then they submit those if they have every supporting document that that tournament was going to happen during that period. Mm. And, and then we have been using boxing exactly because we know that uh, if you look at boxing, it's it's very uh, direct. There is a date set. The match is going to take place. Who is uh, who are the boxers who are going to be in the ring? Mm. And then they submit those things. It's a sanction. 
um, boxing uh, event, then you submit all those supporting documents. So we will uh, have to look at and wait and what has been submitted. Uh, if that is uh, Ms. Nyatela's uh, submission, that they have made that submission, and, and they have the supporting documents with the criteria. But I must say again uh, that, remember, we can only do and cover so much mm. because the 150 million arose from what was mainly sanctioned events that we had to cancel, but we then looked at how we can spread this because it will not be paying you as a boxer that you were going to make 100,000, then you're going to be given 100,000. It means now both it's a relief, it might be less, and therefore we can take more people to assist. And and who works out the fee then, uh, uh, DG? Do they submit maybe what would have been loss of income, or does the department then decide on that? Yes, we, we said they will submit, and they're indicating um, what exactly was going to be the cost to to them. And then based on that, we said clearly in the criteria, the department will have to set a threshold uh, as we look at how many applicants and how far we can support those who qualify. But we cannot um, be able to predetermine, as others wanted us to do, is this for sports, is this for culture, because what if there might be few sports, but there was a greater cost to those people? Well, we can't just do it that way arbitrarily. We need a, a scientific formula on how we're going to get to that. Once we have done, and, uh, and I'm hoping that everybody would have submitted tomorrow, and then we will pronounce exactly what will be the thresholds. And uh, that are going to cover uh, that relief, but it, it's definitely not equated to the amount you would have made had the tournament taken place. Okay, thanks. Thanks for that. Do we have another caller here on the? Oh, we've got another caller. Let's go to Pretoria. Cabello, good evening. Member, how are you? Fine, thanks, and you, member. I'm good. I just needed clarity here. Uh, 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 to, from 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 the sports minister and so forth, I hear that he's talking about professional uh, athletes. Does that include runners? Because runners are, are, are affiliated to 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 ASA and so forth. And then we 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 we, we paid monies to go and run to Oceans Marathon, which is bookings and flights. So does that include us? Should we also uh, apply for this relief fund? Because why why I'm saying this, professional runners. Are affiliated to associations whereby they can always their the organizations can always go and claim from the insurance and so forth. So what about us runners who are affiliated to us? Okay, thanks for that, uh, Kabela. Remember when we were talking to the two oceans, you did call us to say that you were going to take part and you'd lost booking and 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 all of that. Uh, DG, it's the, the DG we're speaking to, Kabela. DG Vusumzim Kiza, uh, Mr. Mkiza, So now. Um, with Cabello's question, does it apply to them also? Does it only apply to professional athletes? He was going to take part in the two oceans. It's been cancelled. Um, one of our engagements with the, the SASCOC and the Federation was they themselves need to find a way and to how to support athletes, not only look at this relief fund. Mm. Now, when Cabello is raising that question, and um, I can assure you that... Um, in the criteria, we said it's not just professional. We said if you are, the tournament is sanctioned, it's going to happen. It gets cancelled. Yes. Uh, during between March and end of June, and it has a national impact. 
like you're saying, it's two oceans marathon. Yes. But two oceans marathon first must be able, like what uh, other sports federations are doing, FIFA and them, first look at those alternatives to see how are they going to support those athletes. Then we said, secondly, if you are having alternative income, ne, eh, other than the event that was going to be staged, you would not necessarily qualify mm-hmm. because at least you have a source of income compared to someone who solely relies on that. And that's why we require those supporting documents. So if a cabello uh, falls within the criteria we have said, uh, he will definitely be assisted. But if, let's say, ASA, at least South Africa, they have a program and they have registered him and they are looking at other alternative means to provide relief, they should not be looking at government. They should be looking at how they can complement what government is doing. I've so got... we will engage with those federations yeah. where we've got those permutations to see how far we can go to assist. Uh, through the, the federations themselves, like soccer. We can't pay soccer players. They are playing, they are having other alternative means, and therefore we are not providing for them. Yeah. We've got a question also, somebody two oceans related, that says that if um, I was a media a personnel and I was a freelancer I was due to work at a major event I was contracted to work at an event can I apply or do you have to be an athlete or a coach DG? No, we never must go back to what the the, the criteria really state but we try to to eliminate anything that can create confusion but um, freelancer and I, I stand corrected. We are not interested them as, as, as a journalist who was going to go and cover that event. Mm. Uh, no, I, I don't okay. cover there. I can just check and, and get back to you. That's fine. We'll, we'll also check. We'll also check and give feedback. It's not a problem at all. Another yeah. question that I have is about security personnel that work at these sporting events. If you are contracted by a security company, you always work at a rugby game when the rugby comes around or at the PSL game when the football comes around over the weekend. Can you also apply? No, okay. Um, we we don't we don't we didn't cover it. We said where people are able to. Because remember, and let me talk from the perspective of uh, us. Ne? We were supposed to have a Freedom Day. Ne? Yes, yes. During yes. Freedom Day, we would contract service providers who will also have marshals and everything. But this event was cancelled. Now we can't say we're gonna go and pay those marshals. Uh-huh. Because the event did not happen. So um, we just look at how can we best assist in terms of programs that have that national impact. But it will be very difficult to go and pay security cards. Pay. It, it just, those ones, I think, just like all South Africans, they were having an event or they are hired on that day or they might not have been hired that day. I, I don't know. So how far will we go? Okay. No, I think it's loud and clear there, DG. Uh, thank you very much for the clarity. You said it's still open until midnight, right? Yeah. Okay, we will give out the information, people. If you still want to apply, uh, you've got a couple of hours to do so. But thank you, DG, for uh, speaking to us and getting the message across. Uh, uh, thank you, DG Vusum Zimkize. No, thanks, Charles.
Thank you, sir. Okay, there you have it. There is the information. If you are on social media, go to Minister Natim Tetwa's Twitter account. He's been very active. He's been giving out all the information almost on a daily basis there. They actually put out their press releases. They put out their regulations and also how you can apply in black and white there. And uh, well done to them for doing that because I felt that, well, as far as social media is concerned anyway, uh, they have been communicating and uh, they've also taken, um, they've also been consulting with the with, with the sector itself and that's why they've decided to extend the deadline because remember even tonight's deadline was extended it was supposed to close last week i think it was friday but they've extended and then there were issues they did tweet that there are issues with the mailbox and because there were issues with the mailbox now they've given people leeway so you can still apply up until uh, midnight and basically some of the requirement oh and also that's not the only thing you can do by the way i forgot to ask the dg about this you don't have to apply for funding also you can also come up with suggestions on what you can do during this COVID-19 period and uh, maybe if you've got a podcast if you've got um, um, something that you do on video if you've got uh, something that you do on streaming animation documentaries that you feel that can add to the message of COVID-19 or can be valuable content during this period you can actually also apply uh, for funding so uh, make sure you use it wisely then and uh, you go through all those details there